Welcome to Champagne Soccer All. It's your boy Ephraim. That's right. I'm taking over right now. Because guess what? Manchester United. <laughs> cup winners. That's right. League Cup. Laugh all you want to. All your haters out there. I get it. It's the Carol Cup. But we won it. But you know what? I'm still here with my boys, though. Got Dan, Platus, Marcus, Anthony joining me for the podcast this week. How y'all guys doing this week? Congratulations on your little trophy, buddy. Um, here you go. Here we go. Here comes the hate, y'all. Go ahead. <laughs> got hey, man. Pile it on. First, first one since 2017. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, congratulations, E. I did some research uh, and had to Google and make sure none of the city players brought out their nation flags whenever we won the Carabao Cup. And oh, I couldn't man. find them, so... No, congratulations to y'all and Anthony and Martinez bringing out their flags. For- yeah, Lissandro, you're shameless. You, your team just won the World Cup, and now you're bringing the flag out for Carabao? Yeah. Hey, man. Awesome, man, for this uh, for this giant moment. W- mm. what, a, what, a, what a team. Go ahead, Marcus. Go ahead, Marcus. Pile on, bro. Yeah, talk about your man, Carius. He, that brother was in the abyss. I didn't even know he was still in England. What the hell was that? Hey, he hey, was man. the fifth. He was the fifth goalie at one point. Yeah, I don't know what they should have signed somebody. Shit, they could have signed Adrian or something. That shit was embarrassing, bro. That second goal, I turned, I turned the TV off. But um, yeah, man, congratulations, man. You know, um, I really don't want to hear that twenty stuff, but um, you know, you you can celebrate, you can celebrate the hand me down cup. Man, I knew it was a wrap. When they show Carius warming up, hey, I ain't never seen videos of a goalie warming up on Bleacher Report. They said Carius warm up photo, warm up videos, and he was missing missing balls. I was like, oh shit, this Anthony. Is- when I was watching the joint, I put my hands up like the Kevin Hart meme. I was like, what is this? <laughs> and then, and then, not to even make it worse, I was remember what Marcus told me the night before about. Niggas stealing money from Atlanta United. We might hear that on his update. Shay giving in these boys. Why? What is this? What's going on with the backup goalkeeper? Is it that dead out here? It's kind of like the backup striker. It's hard to find a good one. I don't know. <laughs> well, look, I knew it was going to happen. I, I feel you. I get it. The hate, of course. <laughs> yes. First, yes. First trophy since two, 2017. Um, can you uh, remind us what question, question was, is? Sir? Go ahead. What, what was you, that? I was saying, can you please remind us what the trophy, the last trophy you guys were won was in 2017? And the coach was, that was, yeah, who won it? Mourinho. And wasn't it the League Cup as well? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Look at this rubbish, man. Come <laughs> on. Hey, but yeah, well, hold on, hold on. <laughs> City ain't got no room to talk because they've won six since 2013. So. Right. They have no, and that last one they won was nah, we last can't season. Talk. We, we don't take we don't take it seriously. We stop oh, we stop nah, wanting nah, to win it. Nah, it's nah, okay. If you take it serious. You wouldn't have won six in the last uh, uh what ten that, years. So we was using that to train the likes of Phil Foden, man. We was we was just using that competition to make Excuses him a ball. I don't know, man. Yeah. They said they said Kunaguero and Fernandinho was in there a lot. Excuses, excuses. I'm gonna do some research. Yeah, I'm gonna do some research. Look at the roster. Don't let money bags look it up, man. Yeah, you know I'm gonna do it too, Anthony. So you laugh all you want to, sir. All I I know is I I know I ain't seen no photos with us having our nation's flags out. I I, I looked that up. Hey, 
All I know oh, is I'm enough. an Arsenal fan, and let me tell you this. As an Arsenal fan, my club never cared about that competition. That joint set has existed since 1960. Arsenal, or six, yes, 1960, 63 years now. Arsenal's mm -hmm. only won that joint twice. So, Wenger was there 20 years and never won the joint. We don't rate that competition. It's a monkey competition. But yeah, he's not he's not lying though, because to be to be honest, before the Carabao Cup was like the third joint where the youth niggas be coming up to play and try yeah. to show them the, that's why they have a new sponsor every few weeks, every few years. So it was the Carlin <laughs> Cup, it was the Mountain Dew Cup. There's been everything. It might be before we know it, it might before we know it, it might be the champagne soccer cup. We might be able to buy the joint. Oh shit. My question hey, though, is, is, he, he <laughs> is is United back? Uh I, I'm I'm on Ten Hog I'm like with Ten Hog who keeps saying, you know, it's it's not, we're not, we're not there yet. This is not this is yeah, great. Yeah, we want it, but now we moved on. I think if you see the training videos, if you if you hear the press conferences, they done moved on, hopefully, from this. We got West Ham tomorrow. Uh, so we got another cup competition to, to roll with much bigger in a way than, than, uh, than the Carabao cup. I get it. You're absolutely right. It was for the youth back in the day, but like I said in the chat, I think, uh, you know, as the years have gone on, TV deals got bigger, you know, money, uh, going into the, uh, into these, uh, cup competitions a lot more, they are bigger now. Um, you know, so I hear you in a, in a sense, I got, I get that at the same time, you know, it's, it's. It is big because of the, the money, the TV, the recognition. Everybody sees it now. So, um, you know, back in the day, Everybody? you well, you know what I mean. Most ESPN you know, most, Plus, they didn't even put it on ESPN too, man. It, it was, was not it was ESPN. You got lucky if you saw it as your own TV. <laughs> well, to be to be fair, ESPN don't really show a lot of soccer matches anyway. La Liga, Bundesliga. They got, they got Bundesliga. And yeah, they're nasty. You, you're right, though, E. They don't utilize they it. They really don't. They may show one big game every once in a while. You know what I'm saying? I remember the first game of the season, they had Barcelona on TV. And I was like, man, these niggas probably thought Messi was still there. They didn't know what they uh, Well, I was about to say, when uh, Messi and uh, Ronaldo were there, yes. they, that Classico, they were yeah, they had, But right now... Fair but enough. at that time, they—that's when being sports had the La Liga rights. So like then, yeah, BN had it, and what was the name? I think Ian was a commentator. Yeah, yeah, dark, yeah, yeah. 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 But, but but also look at look at how they do it now. The, look at the model for a lot of these sports. Look at the Champions League. It's on Paramount Plus. So all the ways, any way that these networks and these companies can get money, they're going to push it out to these streaming services versus keeping it on cable because they can make more money that way. People are going to subscribe more. You know, so I hear what you're saying. Look, look at uh, MLS. It's on Apple TV now, right? Look, at Apple. Yeah, but kind of, that kind. I was about to say that kind of set up my point. I would say it's yeah. just for the money. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, and, and but anyway, so I get, I get it. Um, but real quick, you know, United two nil over Newcastle. Both goals in the first half. You know, first goal Casemiro. I think it was in the thirty third, thirty fourth minute. A header. Um. You know, beautiful uh, uh, pass inside, oh, excuse me, cross from a free kick uh, from Luke Shaw, who I have been saying has been playing his ass off. Probably one of the best left backs in the world. Argue that, please, anybody. I dare you to argue that right now. Um, who he went against? Huh? Has he went against of name? What do you mean? You mean as far as like who who was he against in that match? No, I'm just saying, what world class player has he has he locked down this year? 
I mean, who? I, I would say he's locked down plenty. I mean, who's been scoring on him? Who's been uh, getting him? Didn't Rafinha score? Ain't that the same side? Yeah, it was a cross, but, I mean, that wasn't even a a shot on goal. It was a cross. He was trying to get it into Lewandowski. And I would argue that it really wasn't on Luke Shaw because it was a bad pass from Casemiro. uh, It turned into a turnover. So I hear you, though. But, nah, uh uh-uh. Nah, not many people beating him right now. And it's well, and I give you this. All right, so f- fine. He may not be the most defensively sound. He's gotten better on defense as the years have gone on, but his 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 press. I mean, his uh, push up the field, his push up the pitch in the final third is, is you know one of the best in the world. So, and his crosses are pretty good. You know, so I mean, you know, yeah, I know I'm just a little bit here, but you know, I, I would still argue to say that he's one of the best left backs in the world right now, and I would argue to see who would you know, find somebody better than him at this moment. Um, but yeah. Do research, man. I, he only got two course. assists. He only got two assists in the Premier League. That's not what they're asking him to do. But that's not, but that's not always going to tell the story maker, though. Um, right. That's not always going to tell the story either though, Marcus. I, we got to be, we got to be careful about using just those kind of stats, goal scoring, assists all the time for stats. Like I get it. It helps enhance the, the, the player. At the same time, there's other things that go into to it like pressing uh counter pressing uh you know attacking in the final third you know going back on defense you know tackles you know blocks interceptions things like that as well so um but anyway second goal Marcus Rashford off of, uh off a turn off a uh a break um Val Vecors with the assist isn't it an again isn't it an own goal I saw the gamblers out there getting upset I think they gave it to him. I think they changed it up again. Yeah, they give, they give it back to him. They give Look it back. propaganda, man. All right. <laughs> I knew it. So, so he can point his so he can point to his head, right? Foolish. <laughs> he did anyway. So it didn't even hey, matter. He hey, that's matter about to be under investigation too. Is he pointing to a robotic chip into his head? Some hey. some sort of implant? Hey. Hey. Look into that. I'm about to have to investigate. Y'all go ahead and do that. Put them. Yeah, we got a circuit breaker for him. Fake Android eighteen. We got a circuit breaker for that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man. Second half shut Newcastle down a little bit. Newcastle definitely held the possession more. I think it was like sixty one to thirty nine, something like that. It didn't matter. It shows you how this team, this club, is very adjustable. They can, you know, they can adapt to any situation. They don't necessarily have to hold the ball and pass around a lot. Uh, I think it's also because they were trying to conserve some energy, in my opinion, uh, because of that high stakes game against Barcelona the uh, the week before, um, which was another amazing. Yeah, I get it. Europa League, not the biggest league, the biggest competition. At the same time, I, I did tell you what it was one of the best uh, uh, two match ties that we've seen in a while, as far as like big clubs go, um, in the Europa League at least. So. Uh, two one win in that one. Moving on to the next one, um, I think we play Real B- Batista, if I'm not mistaken. I could get that wrong. I might be getting that one wrong. Um, but uh, yeah, so we're still in the Europa League, right? Right, exactly. Hey, ain't that the club that cut? Uh, that cut. <laughs> it might have been. It might have been. Um, but anyway, so yeah, United still rolling. West Ham tomorrow, FA Cup. Uh, and big deal, Liverpool at Anfield on Sunday. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I might be going to a uh, 
to the British Bulldog out here in uh in Denver. So um yeah, it it, it might be popping on Sunday. So yeah, <laughs> Lord Glory Man United. Oh uh, yeah. Say again. I was like, yeah, the old, <laughs> old school, you know, the old school Northwest. Uh, I don't think Marcus is excited for that showdown. Hell no. <laughs> but you know what? This is a this is a derby, right? This is where you like all things, you know, this happened already. You kind of throw that to the side. Excited for something like this. Anfield gonna be rocking. You know what it is. Um, but yeah, we ready. Let's go. You know, we ain't scared. Let's do it. So. They're high right now, man. I, I don't want to play them. <laughs> I don't, Speaking I don't of not wanting to play them. play them either. Speaking of not wanting to play them, Clay, let's talk about your boys. Hey, let's go on to Chelsea right now. What's going on with them, my man? How, how, how they looking? Yeah, you know, we're going to start out the new month of March again with probably zero goals. Ending the month of February with, I want to say, one goal. So that's how it's looking like over here. But I feel like the first the goal first, of the month. Yeah, again, I don't know. Hey, what was, was y'all goal of the month last month? Again, anyways, like I was saying, for the first half, it seemed like we showed a little bit more combination plays, but we just didn't have like that striker up top to finish, which again has been our issue the whole season. But we're seeing a little bit of improvements, but the issue is also is like they're not able to sustain it like a full 90 minutes. So that's another weakness. But we have Thiago out for about six weeks. So hopefully, you know, number four, Ben White is probably able to come in um, and just play in the back four as opposed to Koulibaly. So I'm trying to be more positive because people say that I'm, I'm very negative as to Chelsea, but I'm realistic, you know, still staying besides 2026 for us to be relevant again. But hopefully, you know, with the next couple of games we got coming up, um, we could try different formations, or, you know, see what's really working, what's not working, because, you know, we're not going to make top four, top six, whatever it is out there. All right, all jokes aside, though, Clay, I know we've been giving you shit in, in the chats that we in, in our soccer chats and stuff, but all jokes aside, man, you know, you said something that I want to kind of touch on. What what have you noticed that you could take as positives going forward with Chelsea right now? I'll say we're two looking... words, please, the first, please, respect them. Um, is Mudrick. Oh, cool. Like, I, I was going to say Jao Felix. Go ahead. I mean, it's not <laughs> Jao too, but, like, those two players, like, having somebody with, like, more creativity as opposed to no disrespect, but, like, having somebody like Mason as our sole creator or somebody like Conte, you know, we could do a little bit more in attack, but, again, they need that chemistry as well, and they just need to kind of build on that, you know, like, those link-up plays because Mudrick, he does try to create, but, like, I don't think the whole team is up to his level and they don't know like how to read him and his style of play yet. So they're not picking up on his runs as well. So hopefully the next couple of weeks, you know, we kind of like kind of, you know, perform a little bit more, you know, on the pitch with higher intensity and try to execute a lot better. Yeah. Okay. That's what's shout up to uh shout out to the, I'm not going to say the name cause it's, you know, blasphemous, but shout out to this United Twitter page, wherever you are. He mentioned since November 6th, United has scored 50 goals in the league. City 36. Ars or yeah, Arsenal third with 26. Liverpool is fifth with 23. I skipped scum because you know who cares? They're fourth. Good good job. <laughs> and uh Chelsea has scored six goals. So yeah. Wow. Keep Grand Potter in, Man. baby. Yeah, that's gonna be an interesting one. 
every day I wake up, I'd be stressed watching a game. I was on the phone with Mike Say the other day, and I was laughing. Hitting, hitting stress J's, you know? Were you laughing to keep from crying, as the saying goes? Yeah. Laugh now, cry later. That's that's what Chelsea is right now. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I feel like kind of it's the opposite with y'all. I feel like it's cry now, laugh later. Like, you guys are going to be all right, I think. Soon as Potter leaves and, you know, you guys have the board infrastructure now, so maybe Bowley will step back this summer. So as soon as Potter leaves, I think you guys will be fine, to be honest. But you how know, do you feel about this rumor with Conte getting an extension? I mean, I'm going to touch on that, but I want to piggyback off what you just said, though, because a lot of Chelsea fans are still in denial about Potter not being replaced. You know, they still want to believe that he deserves the preseason and the transfer window. And I'm like, if you watch football and you know football and you know how shit runs, like, yeah, come collect your your, your payout money and move on. Because if this shit keeps on, we're, we're going to be we're not too far from relegation. And I don't want to be close to that kind of talk. But that's that's how I was looking. But. First, they didn't want to believe that the players were bad. Now they believe that the players are bad. Now that we're getting new players, they're like, okay. But now they're still in the coach is good, coach is good. There's the players still, but they'll come around. They always do. But for the Conte situation, yeah. I mean, you know how I feel about that. Like, if PSG want to throw me 35 mil, 40 mil, I'm taking it. But at the same time, the way we're performing and the personnel that we have – Especially with uh, letting uh, Jorginho go, we might need to hold on to Conte until we find like a real replacement. You know, Loftus Cheek and Car- uh, uh, Gallagher are not up to par. So, yeah, it's it's, it's a tough situation with that one. Hmm. Yeah, well, man, and I, yeah, that, that's some good insight. And speaking of teams that may or may not be switching defensive midfielders, Marcus, what's going on, bro? What's up with Liverpool and how y'all looking? How y'all been doing so far? Y'all been a little up and down recently. It was the um this um this game was the draw bowl. It was like Klopp was playing too much respect because I don't know why the hell Nabby, James Milliner, and Hendo started in the midfield. The the all English and one African. <clears throat> I don't need to see that again. That was probably Nabby's worst game in the Liverpool jersey. <laughs> Damn. I was ready for him to he get saw off. All the blacks and thought he was at Afcon. He was confused. Uh, <laughs> I, I was ready for him to get off the pitch 30 minutes in. Bro was just <laughs> doing some law shit. He he getting yellow cards when not needed. And and let me remind you, this is with no Zaha. Like, we out here looking mid with Nathaniel Klein out there. Like slop at wing i mean at winger like i thought bro was a defensive player like what the bro it was ugly (laughs) then what is that it's funny it's funny to say darwin nunez is the is the secret weapon right now he the only one that can create something because mo salah right now he i mean i ain't gonna say he cooked but shit some of them shots they were going in when you were younger bro they're not going in when you 30 31 you don't work you don't work you know hey, Anthony, remember that little video we was watching and the homie, I think it was TIFO IRL, shout out to them. 
and they were talking about what's the difference between Salah this year, and they're like, yeah, he's dribbling less, he's shooting less, he ain't really doing man, nothing. They basically said that man was washed. <laughs> Right, he doesn't want to get the ball like that. Well, the last couple games he's been trying to get the ball, but I mean, Jota was playing. He 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 hitting balls on the other side of the net, looking stupid. Um, I mean, I like what Gakpo doing, but I mean, he gotta he gotta provide. He needs time though. Yeah, he need he needs a little time. Like how you were saying with Nunez, he, he's starting to come around, and I think that's the same thing with Gakpo. He's starting to, like, get more comfortable, I think, because Virgil on the pitch. You know what I mean? But we definitely need that boy from um, RB Leipzig um, this summer at center back. We need that boy um, because Matt Tip, bro, I've never seen Matt Tip look scared. I don't even was on Crystal Palace, bro. It was pretty it was pretty terrible. But um yeah, like we said, man, it was a dry bowl, no goals. And we we played tomorrow as well. I think who was I think we played Wolves. I think so. So um hopefully we can get four points out of this. Cause yeah. we did have games at games in hand, so we really tricking it off right now. Hey, but on that United tip, we got a secret weapon. I just looked at the press conference, exclusive breaking news. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Luis Diaz is back, motherfucker. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he was there in the first game. So, so, <laughs> and Nunes is a left winger now. So, where is he going to play? Exactly. I don't, I don't even know if Nunes is going to be back. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, real quick, I know there was a question that came up in the chat to ask you about Mark. How do you feel about signing Gakpo over Kudus? Do you think that should have been, uh, it should have been Kudus instead? And mind you guys, the technical board is the one that said we should get Mohamed Kudus because we need a midfielder. Mm. He can also play as a right winger, false nine. But if you need an all-around playmaker who can be versatile, he's the one. And Marcus's big homie, Pep, my man writing books, putting out secrets, he said, nah, let's (laughs) get Gakpo. And then Klopp listened to his big homie, so... How do you feel about it, Marcus? Why does your assistant coach hold more weight in transfers than your technical staff? First off, Slavon, whatever the heck your name, Bukit, where you at, bro? Stop. <laughs> I'm ready for you to come back, bro. Come back, bro. Come look like the homie on Brentford and sit on our bench and replace a dude that looked like Klopp Jr., and Pep, go back to assistant or go to Porto or something, bro, because he's doing some lost shit, bro. I told you, ever since that book, you may have been feeling this stuff, man. But I think that transfer happened, one, because Klopp was uh, – I think the team was really scared that Diaz was going to be out longer. Him coming back, you can see they gave Klopp – I think I seen the press conference, they gave Klopp a boost. Like, he felt – he feeling like, like he on top of the world a little bit. Even you know we know Diaz coming off the bench. But um, I think kudos kudos would have been the player that Klopp wanted as well because of the way how he cooked us in the um in the group stages. So I mean, it's kind of confusing. But this all this this all season in the summer, um, Klopp's supposed to have more uh control because Julian already left. I don't understand that. I, I we need a we need a DVD 
to um understand what's going on why Julian left six months after getting that the dream job it seemed like so um was the Diaz was the Diaz deal too much pressure but yeah I would have preferred kudos because he's like how you said he could have played the winger or he could have played um in the midfield in that role that Nabby trying to play and he's no longer gonna be on our team in the summer him or Ox. Yeah, that might have been a real good pickup for you guys. Now, seeing that he plays for Ajax, I think that <laughs> there's a team over in Manchester that may be looking at him hey, in the offseason. So we'll see. You guys I signed mean, you Anthony. Know, you, made your, you made your wish. You took the bad one. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> My countrymen will not go to United, please. Hey, hey. man. He was a Ten Hag guy. You know what I'm saying? Ten Hag, hey, he bringing his guys with him. Ten Hag is not his guy. Ten Hag was putting him on the bench for Anthony. We know the truth. That's why, shout out to the IX brothers, the Illuminati. Shout out Marco Van Bastion. He came out and said, yeah, Anthony was cute, but we all knew Kudus was better. He's the more technical player. He has the higher IQ. He is the one. So, please, we have to pretend. Want Anthony that bread? Of course they're going to let you get Anthony. Yeah, no doubt. I get that. You know, that my, I, honestly, you know, if, if things could go back and you could kind of in retrospect, you're like, yeah, why we pay that much for him? Now, give him credit. He did score the, the, the game winner against Barcelona. But not nah, to, to, to that point, to his to, to his uh, how much we pay for him. He sure hasn't lived up to it. So now that's not his fault. At the same time, you know, hey. What you mean is not his fault? Well, it's not his fault. His price tag. Doing spinneroonies? <laughs> you wanted to come. You were twerking. You wasn't going to practice. You said, "I want to go to United." Yeah, United. Your your only highlight is what a goal against Barcelona. Not really. He he scored his first in his debut against uh, the Gunners. So illegal. But nah, you know, like I said, I can admit, yeah, he hasn't lived up to what his price was. But the price is his, isn't his fault. Is what I'm saying. Not not. Yeah, he he could. I can agree. Kudos is probably better. At the same time, like I said, he's he's not living up to that hundred million dollar price tag. Of course not. You know, so um, but let's move on because I believe say he's better. He's better. Nah, fair enough. He's better. He's better. You saw the um, cup. we saw the truth. Come on, man. And <laughs> we see he's done it. Kudos is almost there for me. I'm like, all right, I've seen you black out in the Champions League. I've seen you. Blackout in the World Cup. Let me see. Let me see more consistency in the league. Hey, we're going to have new conversations about you, brother. That's all I'm going to say. Salah, you mm-hmm. get older. Mane, you hey. get older. Might be a new best African in the world right I was now. about to say, link up with Klopp. You seen what he did with the two best Africans, bro. Yeah, well, please, please. Bro. Those brothers, yeah, salute to them. But those brothers, you know, he used them like runners. Kudus is technical. I don't want... I don't want him going over there and turning into a counterattack merchant, please. Mm. Bruh, what do you mean? We are, we are a – we hold the possession, bro. We just don't do nothing with it right now. But that's the thing. <laughs> I think that's why you guys fell off. We can talk about this next week too, the positional play, the, mm. the way Pep has changed the game and made things robotic. That's like – look at Liverpool. Like That's why I wrote the article last year about the Champions League final. Counter-attacking teams win in the Champions League. That possession stuff is cute, but in the Champions League, what we've seen in the last decade, mud ball wins. That's Cletus. His team's does, played yeah. anti-football won two Champions Leagues. Mm. 
But yeah, good segue because speaking of robotic and uh possession based ball, they weren't they weren't robotic against Bournemouth. Anthony, what's up with your boys? How they look? But they did draw in the Champions League against Leipzig. So uh Anthony, talk about your boys, man. Talk about City. Uh it's a complicated thing going on over there. I don't Pep says he's not instructing the players to look for Holland. But it looked like the players ain't looking for my man's. Um, we gotta accept that his one-dimensional put the ball to his feet. He stays in one area of the of the pitch. Uh, we gotta allow that to just work. He he's a gold machine, and I don't think Pep's letting him. He he activated him. We got 25, 26 goals out of out of Holland, and now we're not uh, able to find him. That's what he uh, does. That's yeah, it's almost a crazy tease. Um, I'm low key maybe joining Claytis's a uh, hate group on Pep, man, because it's like, mm. um, why? Uh, and then I see, uh, Rico Lewis again, man. I, I'm not gonna sound like I hate him. The 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 guy's nice, but Cancelo literally was doing that job, so Pep was tripping. And it already came out that Cancelo was like, yeah, he said I wasn't trying, he wasn't letting me play, and so I had to leave. So. We already discussed all this here. So the stuff, Ephraim, what I want to say is I think Pep's listening to this pod <clears throat> and he knows that what he's doing is geek because after I told him put Bernardo in, he put Bernardo in. Now Bernardo out. Hey, today he had uh, a Kanji, um, a Key, and Diaz in back three. <clears throat> That's solid. Then he had Rico playing a double pivot um, next to – Calvin Phillips. I didn't watch the Bournemouth game, but I saw a tweet from one of the city uh, fan pages, and it said, Calvin Phillips better be careful. And I was like, yo, what the heck is that man doing for them to even say that? And then there was some city podcast that says, let's talk about Calvin. And I'm like, hey, man, he he must be doing some shaky stuff whenever he's playing for the the few minutes he's in. Danny Um, Drinkwater, bro. <laughs> oh shit! He's trying to meet wow. the quarter, bro. That's all he was assigning to meet the quarter. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, today, nah, uh, today when he was playing um against Bristol City, he played the whole match. But a lot of his passes, I guess he had a, a he had an early shot to hit the crossbar, wild whoop to do. But a lot of his passes seemed kind of negative, and he looked uh, a little um out of touch with the team and that's just probably because he's been injured but Rico Lewis actually did look good too on the opposite end of that his passes were direct I liked his energy and that may be kind of the stuff Pep likes but that just reminds me of my high school coach I ain't gonna name names but sometimes that uh oh I like yes men and people who follow follow the play that I call that shit just leads to sucky players and sucky play styles sometimes you need a dog out there and um Cancelo was that dog and creative so I'll I always stand by my guy in that sense, um, but we'll see, man. I still think a, a treble is in our is in our, our sights. I'll be the one guy on this on this pod to stand on his feet and say we winning three big ones. Not no care about cup. We lost it on purpose, y'all. But the FA, EPL, and CL, we still going for it. I, I, I don't want to hear that lost the care about cup on purpose. I am anyway. You don't, you don't win six in ten years and say you lost one on purpose, bro. We don't have. We didn't Pep have. Did no say, more young... Pep did say a few weeks ago that hey, sometimes you have to give others a chance. 
See? Yeah, <laughs> we had, had that, no dude. young players to train up in that joint. We had no more young players to train. So why, why are we... <laughs> where's Cole Palmer? He about to get. He about to. He's about to be at Southampton. He's gonna be somewhere else. Hey man, speaking wow. of a brother that might be somewhere else, you see Barcelona. Oof, yeah. They they asking for your man Julian, and it looks like yeah. And I just saw. I saw yesterday. We're about smiling. To... Nah, I saw nah. We're, we're trying to extend this contract by one more year. I saw exactly. The reason why y'all doing that is because Barcelona is saying come now, and he's interested because it looks like they're saying. Hey Lewandowski, we're realizing how good he is. Xavi's trying to figure out, hey, can I play a two-striker system? Hey. He's trying to switch it up. So we hey. don't guess who guess who started two guess who started two matches? Alvarez. Yeah, yeah. He, he was starting today. Yeah, because he's not going nowhere, man. He may be starting this weekend too. He's not going nowhere. Well, they might also be trying to drive up the price by playing him a lot. Yeah, that is true. That's a smart We've seen this episode before, Anthony. Oh, you guys, when it comes to Barcelona, you have to sell to your big homie. Nah, man. Torres. You know how it goes, man. You know how it goes. Nah, looking in. That's the thing. Nah. I'll be honest with y'all. I've told Dan this. I haven't said it on the pod. I'm not going to be surprised if Holland leaves after this season. So we got to keep out. This season. Man, I'm I will not be surprised. I'm trying. Okay, I'm not trying to. Um, I will not be surprised if he's like, man, Pep is really geeking me. I could just go play somewhere else and have all the goals I want. And I'm trying to tell you, I would not be surprised. Come leave with your big homie. We can do. <laughs> we can take you too. No, no, he wouldn't go nowhere in the Premier League. He, now nah, Jude is gone. definitely going to Liverpool. I <laughs> yeah. saw the, I saw so. that Dortmund. Yeah, I saw the Dortmund propaganda. Him and Gio Reyna, they had a YouTube uh, little game that they did on Dortmund's YouTube page. Oh yeah, I heard about asking that. about the lyrics to "You'll Never Walk Alone," and then Jude Bellingham was like, ha, "I know the lyric. I know that lyrics to that song." And then Gio Reyna's like, man, why you say that? Yeah, he, that niggas know he's going to Liverpool, man. He already knows the lyrics to the theme song. <laughs> Number eight on the way. We'll see if there's competition. Y'all got enough money, Marcus? Oh, it's oh. a fire sale, bro. You didn't see that? Yeah. Bro, Fabinho, the vacuum, Dyson has to go. Everybody Y'all gonna go. have to get rid of a lot of Y'all made the y'all made on... that Fabinho rumor, by the way. I know y'all did because Real Madrid <laughs> has not signed a midfielder that old in a while. They'll sign a, a oh, center. Oh, he's, They'll oh, sign he's a going defender to, in their league. You know what he's teams. going to go do, bro? He's going to go do what he does in Brazil. He's playing left back over there, bro. Oh, I thought he, he was saying that. the truth. Yeah, he's going to Fluminense, right? He ain't going oh, to he, Real mm. he already he was at Real Madrid ass. as a young kid and flopped. They're not bringing his old ass now. Take his ass to money. And plus, they're not going to. He's not gonna generate a lot of money either, though. How old is he again? I think he's 28, 29. Yeah, hey man. You are back up yeah. to Fred on the national team, my G. I don't know what your fee is right now. Oof. Oof. Wow. Yeah, that's hey, saying 35 is cool with me. Cletus, are you interested in another uh versatile Defensive midfielder can play right back. No, no, no. You don't want Tiago Silva to have a Brazilian friend? Hey, hey, honestly, (laughs) Tiago, you've been here for a short amount of time and you've kind of are close to the legend category box. We appreciate it, but no, sir. I I need goals. 
I want to see the ball in the back of the net. I want to see people sliding on their knees and, and the fists in the air. You know, I don't I don't get that kind of stuff. Talk about defensive players. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Let's uh, keep it moving, though. Arsenal, y'all still rolling, man. What's going on, Dan? How's your how's your team looking? How you feeling about them so far? Like, uh, you, you you got confidence that they're going to finish it out in the, in the uh, top spot in the Premier League or what? <laughs> First of all, let me say my bad and I apologize, Jorginho. I've watched you play Haram football for years, and I thought you were a terrorist. Now I see you're a silky footballer. You make good runs. Your positioning as well. You good? You're not, you're not wow. that bad. Yeah, I'm, I have to apologize. You're not that bad at tackling. You've made you helped us win a game with that shot you took outside the uh, box against uh who was it again when we won four two? Uh, let me see. These games are coming through thick and fast. I'm forgetting. Ashton Villa, he scored the go-ahead goal there against Leicester. We only won 1-0. He was a part of keeping the game close because, like I've said for a while, Thomas Partey, he's good, but he gets hurt a lot. He's not reliable. So it is good that we signed a veteran like Jorginho that can walk in, read the game, and he's in the starting lineup. It looks like he's been on the team for years. So I have to say my bad, Jorginho. Anthony, you, your question will be answered uh, tomorrow when the pod comes out, March 1st. Arsenal's game of hand, game in hand will be played against Everton. Hopefully we win and then we can get a five-point lead, you know, cushy. Or I think we have, what, a five-point lead now? What is it? I don't really be no, looking just, at that. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, it's it's just two. It's just yeah, two. We're gonna gonna that, yeah, we're going to get that fixed out the way. Then it goes yeah. to five, so... No, yeah, no, no, let's no. see. We're gonna go for a draw. We're gonna shoot for a draw. That's 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 damn enough. Dan. This is like a go ahead. Sorry. No, nah, I've nah, said this on the last episode of uh Gooners on the last Dan. Shout out Quissy, shout out Clay. You know, I said we don't have to beat City and we can still win the league. So if we beat Everton and we have a five-point lead again, and then we lose the city again, we have a two-point lead, you still win out and win the league. So my theory stands, and hey, we'll see what happens. Troussard starting, he looked good, and Ketia had to sit down. He had a good run, but he's done now. So signing those veterans, it looks like that was the right move. At the time, I wanted younger players with more potential to help grow the team. But, hey, it looks like the veteran signings are doing their thing right now. So saluting, let's see how it goes against Everton. Hopefully we win. So not to say I told you so, but I, I think I had I think I had said this like a few pods ago about you guys should be good as long as y'all keep maintaining what you're doing. You guys got a two two games in hand at the time. You had two games in hand on on City. So yeah, I'm glad you seen it my way finally. Yeah, you yeah. guys, unless there's a catastrophic something that happens, I think you guys are good. Yeah, um, obviously good. don't play down to Everton tomorrow, <laughs> but. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Cause you know how that goes, man. We all know how that everybody on here can see can speak to that. So um so but yeah, man. I've also got it too, man. Exactly. And that's why I think Arteta switching out and Ketia for Trussard, that was necessary because if you, you liked at, that, 
Yeah, if you looked at if you looked at the goal that was scored, Troussard was on the left wing because I, that is the fluid front line. Because Troussard can play on the left, his movement. He was on the left flank. He dribbled past the homie, nutmegged the homie a through ball for Martinelli to score. Like Enketia wouldn't do that because he's just the number nine. He's stationary, so he's not gonna move around and play make. So that has made the attack more diverse so i think that will be something that the team can use and hey man just keep praying for bukayo saka because he's getting fucked up the refs don't protect him and we don't have a backup for that boy and he's our best player so that's what i'm nervous about for real i hope saka stays healthy but hey gabriel jesus is on the way and we know pepe showed us that boy can play right wing so hey maybe he'll be the backup so we'll see yeah, y'all might have a couple options when he comes back, so we'll see how that goes as well. I'll keep an eye out on Saka. You know, that's my that's my guy, even though he plays for you, your boys. But uh, I, I, I like him a lot, so um, I want to see him thrive in football, no doubt about it. All right. Well, hey, look, look guys, it's about that time. I think uh, we know what time it is. Uh, Marcus, what you got for us, man? It's your moment. This week we had the uh, uh, shit ton of game. Shit, I was MLS out. Hey, well, hey, shout out to Apple TV. I need a sponsorship because y'all gave me the free three months, but I need a uh, remainder of the season all the way. Um, yeah, man, we started out the season with a uh, Nashville and NYC. Uh, that was kind of a weird game because um, Nashville usual striker Mukhtar he didn't score, but um. Yeah, they got them out the way, two zip. And then um, I was live and direct for that ATL United game. Yeah, first one of the season against San Jose. And, um, you know, uh, shit. San Jose started that game off, they was looking kind of mid. And I'm going to say this, the difference between the MLS and uh, Premier League and, like, every other league, top five leagues, it's a lot of space on the field compared to, like, um, like in the midfield area. Like, Muff could run maybe 10 yards before they see a player. Like, the press is not the same. Like, I guess it's not the same type of athletes all across the board for you to be able to press. But um, it was kind of weird. So, San Jose got an early goal. Um, they got some guy that um, really wants to be on the um, USA team. Hold on. Give me a second. Uh, Jeremy Ibozzi. He kind of did his thing. He's a black guy. Uh, I think he's about six feet tall. He did his thing. He got a goal in. So um, it got kind of to the extra time, and everybody started to leave the stadium. And um, as I call him, Baby Messi, Thiago Almada, came to play. Two free kick goals, man. Hey, one of them is champagne goal of the week for your boy. Um, We had, what was that, uh, LAFC, the champs, they didn't play this week. Uh, they got some stuff going on with their stadium. Um, but also in that Atlanta United game, um, the goal kind of was contributed to because this is a problem I think is in the MLS. 
and we're gonna I'm gonna have like a focused topic on this. Um, the the inability to get younger goalkeepers, um, players like Brad Kuzan, who's like almost forty plus years old, is still in is still in goal, and they can't play it out the back. And they look terrible. My man's probably percentage of uh like passes was probably like 10%, bro. Every time he was just giving it away. And the time they got the goal was him giving it away and then him looking super mid. Like he was, as Dan said, he was still in the check. But um, what is that? They got the power rankings out. Um, What is that? They're going Philly at number one because they played and they got a win 4-1 on the crew. Like I said, we're going to go ahead and keep LAFC at two because they didn't play. Um, I'm going to put my boys up to shoot at number three. Um, because we got that two late goals, even though we looked at mid on defense, we we didn't have a lot of players uh playing because of the work permit. Uh, it's I gotta look into that. That's a bit different. Our Greek, uh, our Joseph Martinez replacement didn't play, and um to round out my four and five, I got Orlando City, and then um we got um Cincinnati. So yeah, man, y'all catch me next week. We're gonna have a little bit more detailed games because of, um. I was I was at, I was live and direct. I didn't get to see all six all like I think it was like six games at like seven thirty. So I didn't get to see all those. But this MLS minute for the week, man. Man, thanks for the insight, man. Keeping us on point with the MLS. I think a lot of us, I think all of us on here, are probably gonna make an effort to to really pay more attention to the MLS this season. So uh, uh, thanks for kicking this off for us, man. Um, we got something special for y'all, Dan. Uh, I'm give it back to. Dan. And I'm let him take a, take a hold of this one. He got special for y'all. We're gonna do some lists right here, quick about uh, five asides. So, uh, Dan, you wanna kick this one off for us? Thank you, E Money Bags. And to set this off, we can call this segment Goat Watch. In the modern era, many people consider the two best players of the 21st century, Lionel Messi and Cristiano, to also be the greatest in the history of the beautiful game. And recently, they've both been doing their thing. Messi won FIFA Men's Best Player. Cristiano can't stop scoring for Al Nassar. They said my man has back-to-back hat tricks. He's doing his thing over there in the Saudi League. And one thing that always interested me is that kids, you know, we have players that we fall in love with because of their style maybe their personalities, their charisma. And then some of these kids grow up and become great footballers themselves. So it's always interesting when I hear Cristiano fans talk about, hey, one reason why Cristiano is better than Messi is because the influence he has on the younger generation. Look at how many people say that Cristiano is their favorite player compared to Messi. And I would agree with that. The majority of younger players do shout out Cristiano more often than Messi. And before we get into the five-a-side teams, why do you guys think that is? Why do you think Cristiano Ronaldo is able to connect to a younger generation more than Lionel Messi? For me, I think it's because of playing for three big clubs in three big countries, Real Madrid, Man United, Juventus, And then, yeah, his charisma, the way he plays, his signature celebrations, I think that all falls in line. But what do you guys think? Yeah, I think everything you said 
it, it's very true about uh, you know how he's been over his career playing you know Manchester United, Real Madrid, Juventus. Uh, you know, obviously at Manchester United and and uh, Real Madrid, he won Champions Leagues as well, so that put him on the map there. Not only his marketing, like his marketing team, like whoever whoever puts him out there on social media, he's always there. He's always on social media. He's always talking about his family, always talking about, and that kind of stuff resonates with people as well. So that charismatic, you know, feel and look and, and and you know, it's it's always going to be relatable to people, even though he does have, and we can admit this, he does have that 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 humongous uh, uh, athlete, you know, superstar ego. Um. It, it doesn't really matter. I mean, the dude has like, I can't even, I don't even remember how many followers he has now on like Instagram and stuff. It's ridiculous. It's not, it's not even close. Whoever the next person is to him. Um, so yeah, man, it's like everything you said. And, and so just this, the, the, his people keeping him out there, that, that marketing, his, his advertisements, his, you know, his investments, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, man, I think that's what it is as well. And obviously, he's like a phenomenal at what he does, right? So, yeah. I I would say the video games, and also his um like his like the modeling side, like him being like he think about him. They look at him as an, in the aspect like I want to be, you know, Ronaldo because of, like he's super fit. He ain't gonna and his style. His stuff, what is it? He he running to the go like he getting headers as opposed to Messi doing free kicks and and dribbling past people. He was like he's like speed power. It's like the two polar opposites, in my opinion. Now nah, you're right. I think that's a great example. It's kind of like it's kind of like not to fully say that they're this, but it kind of reminds me of like you could say Messi is like Magic Johnson, the cerebral player that hey it's hard to really quantify what he does because his vision so much of what he does is technical while like you said Marcus because Cristiano is such like a physical presence and so dominant in his style he's kind of like a high flyer like I think you'll like this Marcus like like Dominique Wilkins like the human highlight film like he was so what up Nick yeah he's so explosive and exciting and entertaining like a Vince Carter like they steal the show with how dope they are, that they are like going to connect more to people that want to see more flashier things. So I do agree with that. Cletus, what do you got, man? I know this is, this is, this is. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The most influential footballer of his time, man, Cristiano Ronaldo. I mean, honestly, it's down to the marketing. Because you all know Cristiano's heavy on the social media. Um, he's a hot boy. Everybody, you know, wants somebody with an interesting life. You don't want to to look up to a to a player with a dull lifestyle. So uh, that definitely played in part. Like if you look at his career, he definitely had that struggle upbringing. Each time he's been in like tough situation, he's fought through it, came out on top. And you know that story is appealing to everybody. So when you come from, you know, like from the from the bottom, same situation that he has. And you see him coming up through United, you know, being that ugly little boy with, you know, the fucked up hair, getting into fights because people are touching your hair. Now you got millions of money. You're dressing better. Talk about the buck teeth, too. He was a big teeth boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had to shave it down. Get the, get the braces. Now you're dating Irina Shaikh. 
you know, like it all it is like a movie that you're watching in front of you and he's winning the title and he's still lit. And then you have Messi over here who's, you know, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, not, not a lot of sauce in that. So <laughs> my man is on the spectrum. I didn't like that. <laughs> yeah, right. Come on, bro. Out <laughs> you know, that that's that's what you get from Messi. But now nah, Cristiano, I feel like him also being so successful in football, like definitely has helped him out. We've also seen the propaganda against him. And I feel like that's helped him as well when it comes to like a lot of like the youth, like the yeah, kids, like that's the- true. Because when you because when you see somebody nice and you see everybody hating on them, is is gonna drive you to and be like, oh yeah, he's he's really lit. Like yeah. even what was it? Um, what's his name? Dybala. Dybala was like when he met Cristiano on on Juventus. He was like, man, to be honest, you know, in Argentina they tell us like you, you're the worst thing possible. Like you know we can't support you, but I'm playing with you and you like you know I look up to you. So it's one of those situations. Yeah, and shout out to whenever Cristiano leaves, a young baller gets his wings, like Dybala, like Rashford. Salute to that too, man. Benzema, you know, that's beautiful too. You can see, and it's not like any of those guys have anything against Cristiano. They still salute him, talk about how much of an inspiration he was in the locker room, just watching someone as gifted as him work as hard. That'll give you, if you're talented too, that'll give a boost to you. So I'm sure like Rashford maybe took it personally when Cristiano was shouting out people that he saw United that could be special. He didn't say Rashford's name. Maybe Rashford was like, hey, man, I'm going to show you, OG. And that's the thing that I like about it too, because, hey, man, I was doing these rosters, Cletus. Hey, man, this messy team, hey, man. Congratulations on the victory, bro. I'm telling you, bro, the youth, they like, they like, juice, <laughs> like sauce. Messi is not bringing no sauce. You got your, <laughs> even his kids be saying it, bro. His kids be saying that is not, he's not having sauce. You want, you want me to name my five aside team and then you can go with yours. Cause we already know you got two monsters. You got the two best young strikers in the world. One of them I think is already the best player. Uh, yeah, you're, you're going to smoke this team, but, uh, Let's see what this team, what it looks like to y'all. Like we said, five aside, so we don't have to worry about goalies. So, all right. <laughs> I got Jamal Musiala on the left wing. I got Alfonso Davies behind him. I got Raheem Sterling at right wing back. <laughs> I got. Wait, 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 what? <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. I gotta do funny oh. stuff. Man. Yeah, yeah. You made this like ten years ago or something? Or what? Nah, nah. We have to. We we need a wing back, hey man. I, you do you want to know who my backup wing back is? Watch out when you hear the bench. You're gonna laugh. Okay, okay. And in midfield, you're gonna geek as well. I got the senior citizen himself, Paul Pogba. <laughs> it's tough. And then up top, I got Vinicius. It's nasty. Okay, so you see, it's tough. You know. On the bench, I got a uh, Christian Pulisic, you know, another wing back. I got Mario Gutze. I got Worth. Yeah, it's it's nasty. I don't even want to say the rest of the squad. It's nasty, hey, man. Wow. Hey, yeah, I'm I'm gonna be like you, man. Congratulations, Cletus. <laughs> yeah, you man. Mario. Mario Gutze. What? Hey, man, he's back. He's balling this year, man. Shout out Frankfurt. Oh my. 
Raheem <laughs> Sterling. Maybe Raheem Sterling like two, three years ago. That's he why he's at wingback. We, we need pace. Yeah. This is five aside, man. We need pace. Oh, Lord. Yeah, Clay just got this one. I can already tell, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Clay, do you even want to go, man? Like, you want yeah, to just say, say right it, Clay? This Clay on Mbappe, Erling Holland. That's it. That's it. Hold on. That's all we got. Hey, 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 don't do that. Come on, man. Where's your midfield at? Do I need that? Yeah, man. I mean, you know. I mean, okay, we also have, I'll be nice here. We have Anthony. Huh? That doesn't count. No, I mean, I already give out two names already that already beat your list. All right. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. But our rules were supposed to be no former teammates, no countrymen. But yeah, yeah, you're right. It's, I mean, it's it's hard to to pick. I mean, it's not hard, but there's a million kids to pick. But like, look look at you know you have Rafael Leal. Um, it's from the same have, country. Uh oh. Hold on. Uh oh. You have you have, you have, Cole, you have Coleman. Um, okay. You can even say Neymar, but you know if you want. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you mean yeah. Neymar? He's Messi. He's a Messi groupie. No, but he idolized Cristiano growing up. That's his idol. And he, he also idolized Messi. You know you can idolize both, right? It's not like Biggie and Tupac. You can like both. And you can still like Biggie and Tupac, too. I used to be like that when I was a little kid. I used to think you had to pick sides. I was a Jeezy fan. I didn't rock with Gucci for years. I was hey, kind of the same, bro. Yeah, you know, but uh, then I realized, hold on, man. We need to be adults, bro. So, hey, you can like both, but I hear you, though. You got you got the Sancho, you got Sancho, you have Saha. It's so many like players to pick from who. Hold on, like, hold on. Sancho, have... he's tough. Who's Saha? Zaha? Yeah. Wilfred? Okay, okay. Yeah. I mean, I mean his team ain't that good outside of Messi. I mean, outside of Mbappe. Yeah, Vinicius. But you say we can't do, you know, but again. I, I sent you the footage of Vinicius saying Messi is the man over Cristiano. I sent you the footage. I didn't, I didn't He's on my it. team. Oh, I, can't, I can't validate that. I didn't see He's it. He's on my I, team. All right. He's, He's in there. He's on my team. You can clone him. We have, Rodrigo, we have Rodrigo. See, another, yeah, another, yeah. Asensio. Who? Asensio. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, your team is hot, man. Outside of Mbappe and Allen. <laughs> yeah, you are. No, no. If we really sat down and pick this team, though, I don't think it'll be fair because you already say we can't pick from the same team. So, hey. Hey, man. Hey, man. Anthony, how do you feel, man? Does does how much is how much is Messi's squad getting smoked by? Yeah, I was with Clay. Does he could have stopped after Holland and Mbappe? But what if they don't pass to each other? You know they both want to score. I mean, come on. What yeah, Mbappe and, and, and can, can do a blue lock and go all the way down the pitch. <laughs> Holland, you know what I'm saying? He can just get the rebound. He can do the hey, same man. thing too, man. <laughs> nah, you said the truth. He can't do blue lock. You want to see Holland dribble through niggas? He'll end up trucking some skates. He'll end up running through some people. There you go. That's what I'm saying. But Blue Lock, that's what I was like. Hey, Blue Lock, we're going to put that tight five aside. I got the little pacey homies. Raheem is going to be in there just running up and down, up and down. That's all we need. What if you do Neymar and Messi children? I think I actually think Neymar, Neymar probably had, but that's the thing. A lot of Neymar's kids are his countrymen, and, you know, that's the national team. 
Or who's whose kid is Garnacho? That's a Cristiano. Oh, Cristiano. I didn't want to name him, but he was on the list of. Yeah, I know Cristiano he's on all day. Yeah, because because... They, they even look. They even chant. They even took Cristiano Ronaldo's chant at Manchester United, and they make it. Uh, they put it with Garnacho's name now. Yeah, I could tell he's a Cristiano. Viva Garnacho. Viva Garnacho. Yeah, all right, man. <laughs> hey, I could have did twenty times. I'm just saying. Hey, thank hey, you. For hey, whole time, Ephraim, you you putting uh that GGMU into the chat a lot recently? I think you're trying to program my brain because I caught myself saying glory, glory, and I was like, whoa, what the fuck is going on here? Uh oh, uh -oh. Yeah, coming red side, bro. Nah, no, I'm not. It's, you you, know, you might need to go to church this Sunday. Yeah, to, I need to go. You want to bring glory out of to me. the devil? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need to pray something out of me. I don't know what the heck was going on. Yeah, but Garnacho is definitely a Cristiano kid because yeah. down your hair blonde for the Carabao Cup and wear, waving that Argentina flag. You mm -hmm. lucky you're a teenager, boy. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thanks a lot for that 515. I think that was a fun little segment to talk about. I think we can definitely expand on that at some time and maybe do an 11 on 11 on, on some other. Yeah, we'll figure something out. We got we got something going for that. Oh, yeah, we, could definitely, that. we could definitely do that. Like, we can definitely do an 11 11 looking forward on to like football legends who they say is the greatest. That would make a more fun team. Mm, I love that one. Yeah, let's let's keep that one on the uh on the back burner for now. But yeah, we would definitely pull that one back up. But uh, all right, guys, on to our favorite segment of the uh of the podcast. Like, let's do our champagne goals of the week. I'm gonna start with uh Claytis. Who you got, bro? Who's your champagne goal of the week? Um, I'm gonna go with the birthday boy, of course, Jamal Musiala. My boy's finally a dub. You feel me? So yeah, shout out to him, man. Chelsea doesn't score goals, so I can't give you a Chelsea player. <laughs> Shout out Musiala, Team Messi. Uh, I like how you put that one in there. Dan, go ahead and go ahead. Might as well just go, man. Who's your goal of the week? <laughs> I'm gonna go with a uh, baby Messi, Marcus's brother. I'm sorry if this is yours, but when you send me the clips, I had to go back and watch the extended highlights of that match to see the poise and control that young Tiago Amada did have the first MLS active player to win a World Cup. And you see why, man. He is a gifted young brother. The class and control he had on those free kicks, amazing. And they needed both goals to win. So I got to salute him, man. And salute the Marcus. They definitely got another gem. Hmm. Hey, since he since he took it, I'll just piggyback. And I guess I'll go with, the, with, other, with whatever free kick he didn't choose. I really did like that second one, the game winner. Cause he he took off his little shirt. He did the old Atlanta Falcon joint when he yeah. got locked up, and he he put up he put on for his hood. I think they said that shit is like just the name of his uh, neighborhood. Mm. Um, Word, but yeah, man. Uh, the piggyback on what you said though. Um, not trying to run on, but he you can tell he's different from everybody else in the MLS. Like the way he he get when he gets on the ball, he dribble past five dudes on that on that one time to get the free kick like it's he's different like yeah he's too explosive he's next and he does the messy shit he's not tracking back <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey man messi used to track back as a youngster he's old now but yeah you're right you're right hey. <laughs> uh all right anthony who you got for your goal of the week 
I'm going to go with uh, KDB, uh, his banger from today against Bristol City outside the box. Uh, ran up to it um, without taking a dribble one time. Uh, mm. Low right corner. It was beautiful. Yeah, I heard it was a 25-yard. A nice one. Nice. Yeah. I'm going to go with uh, – I didn't get to watch much soccer this weekend because I was really, really busy for some reason. But um, I'm going to go with Fred against Barcelona. Uh, game, game time goal. Uh, hit it with his right foot. He's the left-footed um, uh, uh, midfielder. So I'm gonna go with his uh, the equalizer. That's my champagne goal of the week. Clay, who you bringing in the club with you, bro? He's only a dub, but he's in a club still. So hey, my boy Musiala is outside. Chelsea doesn't score goals, so they don't go outside. <laughs> I like I like how you put Chelsea doesn't score goals in the both of those that you just named. So <laughs> you don't score. Goals, bro. Why are you outside celebrating? <laughs> you practice till the sun goes down. Sleep on the pitch. <laughs> oh shit! Okay, all right. <laughs> Marcus, who you bringing in the club with you? Yeah, I'm sorry. I gotta bring somebody from a, uh, another sport. Quinn mm-hmm. Snyder, we in the club, dog. Me, you, Dominique. They ain't gonna Bob Raffner. Uh, shit, and Thomas Almeida, man. Hey, cause we gotta keep her. Him around, we got to get him a, a new contract, or at least put that uh release call to 100 mil or something before somebody united or somebody try to come by. <laughs> right, that's what's up. And who you bringing in the club with you? Um, I'm I'm going to Germany, man. I'm trying to uh see what's up with Cancelo, man, seeing if it, if he's all right. So we going to the club and drinking away his pain because I saw he was on the bench. For the for their match over the weekend. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's okay, man. It was just a little rotation. It was cold. It was a winter season. Oh, Nothing snow, snow. bro. Yeah, he didn't start the week before either. You know, I've been yeah. watching. I'm watching. I saw. I, I saw another post from him, uh, and he was saying something like, "Yeah, you never know. I may go back to cities." So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Uh-oh. laughs> this is FC yeah. Hollywood, but man, you just got here. Let's. Let's give it a few more weeks before we start the show. <laughs> Who you bringing with you, Dan? I'm going to the club with my second favorite coach of all time, Pep Guardiola. Because my man, Uh-oh. you know what he said after the match? He's hilarious, man. He said, no, forget about it. We ain't winning no trouble. Forget it. When you start talking like that, you lose competitions and drop competitions. We are not ready. Not even one second to think about it. Hey, man, his mind games are nasty. That's why I want to go to the club with him. I want to help him step his mind games up. He's shook. Why is he afraid? Yo, did you of- hear what he? Did you hear what he said? Did you hear what he said about United? Maybe if they spend a yeah, little if they bit spend more. money, he was glitching. He was yeah, looking yeah. for the media to laugh with him. They didn't react. That's why I said we need to go to the club. I need to teach him how to loosen up and have more sauce. He's breaking he down. Be, yeah, he was trying to be a little cheeky, Dan. I hit, yeah, Marcus. He, Marcus. Right. He, he sucked all of Messi's sauce out of him. That's what he does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so me and, me and Pep going to be in the club. I'm going to bring my laptop like Joe Budden used to do back in the day. And we going to – I'm going to just push the laptop his way and like, hey, man, show me your tactics on Football Manager so we can see what's wrong with it because I want to see what's up. I, I need – Advice on this three two four one. That's my favorite Ooh. formation right now. So that's why I want to mm. kick with Pep. 
He can yeah. teach me about that formation and his thought process, and I can teach him how to finesse the media and have more swag. You know what just mm. you, you notice once Pep left Barca, and then it started bringing in people like Neymar and and Luis Suarez. You see how Messi started to get sauce? Yeah, he did. He was riding around <laughs> with. That's how he used to be, though. That's why. That's yeah. why I know Cletus. When Messi was coming up, I can I can tell you used to respect him more when he was hanging out with Ronaldinho. Yeah, bro. When Messi, like, oh. yeah, that's why Pep got rid of Ronaldinho. Said, "Hey, man, we don't need that swag over here. Get out of here." Uh, <laughs> Mary, his, his his sweetheart. He didn't want to do that. Oh, hey, man, look at this propaganda. You think he didn't want to get married to his childhood crush? Wow. How many of them really do that? Shout out LeBron. He did. Uh, yeah, it is yeah. hard. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, a lot of these young soccer players do though. They they do get they do uh, stick with a uh childhood them white girls. It's yeah. the opposite though. He from they began young girls pregnant. That's the difference. That's it. It is true. He did it the traditional way. He got married to her. But like Claytus said, they be watching Cristiano. Niggas want baby mamas. That's another story for another day. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah. It is what it is. When you live a high boy lifestyle, you know. And where is Cristiano's baby boo from? Argentina, right? Yeah, he was he was throwing the flag up too when they won the World Cup. We know the truth. But that's his second baby mama, right? Like he got he he's, he's <laughs> hey man, I don't know. Before, right? <laughs> I know Clay got the inside scoop on that one. Yeah, so. he does, but he might not want to tell us <laughs> that his first kids was made in the factory. I don't know, man. Oh <laughs> shit! Allegedly, I don't know where that mom is. <laughs> client confidentiality yeah <laughs> okay yeah, okay Absolutely. Uh, all right uh i'm a, all right so the last one i'm gonna bring uh in the club with me i'm gonna bring uh i'm gonna bring ten hagen with me for the first time this season i think i'm gonna bring ten hagen him and his staff because they've done a number with united this season so um they're definitely gonna be popping some bottles and he, he already talked about it after the uh the small little carabao cup win that uh, you know, him and the staff is going to drink some champagne anyway. So I'm gonna bring him on in the club, get him some bottle service. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm bringing in. So uh, let me ask you this, money bags. Yo, yo, yo. What type of champagne do you think represents a Carabao Cup victory? Oh god, you know, I think we need to go to Seven Eleven and get that good stuff for twelve dollars. Oh, here you go, here you go. That's the Carabao Cup champagne right there. I need to just give him some teleport wine and call it a day, boy. Hey, man, chill. Oh, boy. oh God. So we so we bookended with some with some criticism of the Carabao Cup. All right, cool, cool. Um <laughs> look, look. Hey, a little barefoot <laughs> wine with it. You feel me? Uh, oh shit. Some bones <laughs> farm. No bubbly. Go to sleep. Uh <laughs> all right, yo. Hey, but look, man, this has been real fun today. I had a really good time hosting. Thank you guys for being so great. For Dan, Marcus, Cletus, Anthony, I'm Ephraim. Hey, Marcus, what you got for us, though? Hey, man, until next time, keep them pinkies up, man. <laughs>